0: Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. I would like you to understand how I relate the Bible to my life or the things I've read, the movies I've watched, things I've seen, videos, or how I make connections to things in the world. When I'm reading the Bible, I reflect on it. The example is um, Matthew 7 verse 1. Judge not that ye be not judged. One time I belonged to an organization and they had a new member and I didn't think that person seemed like a very nice person so kind of stayed away and watched from a distance over different meetings and it turned out that that person was really really nice and I had judged them by first impressions. They might have been shy or, or something else which made them seem aloof, but they were nice and they befriended other people in the organization and they were a real asset to the group. And it makes me think of how that was a shallow decision on my part to judge and it helped me reflect more when I meet new people to be more open. Additionally and when i apply these things to my life sometimes i'll think now do i want god to judge me that way do i want other people to judge me that way and so i reflect on these things and it gives me a deeper relationship to the passages i'm reading and it feels much more personal to me and i realize that you will apply passages you're reading to your life and the things that you know about the world or things you read or Movies or videos or TV that you've seen. These are just an example to make it easier for you to make those connections. Also, these podcasts will be coming out on Wednesday and Friday. The first portion of this podcast is called Selective Christians. It it comes from a post that I put on a blog I felt led to create called Types of Christians. You can find that blog at https: colon backslash types of Christians T Y P E S O F C H R I S T I A N S b l o g s p o t dot com. This is a site that I have posted hundreds of um, posts about how I relate the Bible to my own life. And I know these are examples and you won't relate to them in the exact same way, but possibly through reading some of the examples or hearing examples on the podcast, you'll realize that the Bible isn't antiquated. It still relates to your life. Not maybe every passage in the Bible, but a lot of them you can get the meaning that was for the passage itself but you get a personal connection to the passage and what god's trying to personally say to you at the time and this has been very helpful for me so the passage under selective christians is from leviticus 19 verse 37 therefore shall ye observe all my statutes and all my judgments and do them i am the lord if i didn't say to follow the rules that sound good to us or we selective Christians. Christians who are just following the rules that are convenient for us and leave the rest, we are to observe them all. Here are some related passages. Know therefore that the Lord God, thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations and repayeth them that hate him to their face to destroy them. He will not be slack to them that hateth him. He will repay him to his face and thou shalt therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which I command thee this day to do them wherefore it shall come to pass if ye hearken to these judgments and keep and do them that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy which he swear unto thy fathers that's from Deuteronomy 7 verses 9 through 12 but if ye will not obey the voice of the Lord but rebel against the commandment of the Lord and then shall the hand of the Lord be against you as it was against your fathers from first Samuel chapter twelve verse fifteen. The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire, and brimstone, and horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness, his countenance doth behold the upright. Psalm eleven verses five through seven. The fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. Corrupt are they, and they have done abominable iniquity. There is none that doeth good. God looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand, that did seek God. Every one of them is gone. They are altogether become filthy. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. That's from Psalm chapter 53, verse 1 through 3. Evil pursueth sinner, but to the righteous good shall be repaid. Proverbs 13, verse 21. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. That's from Proverbs chapter 27, verse 12. Now, I know God expects us to all follow all the commandments. But he also knows we're very simple human beings, and it says in many, many places in the Bible that if we ask him to forgive us for our sins and we try to do better and try to be better Christians, he will forgive us as long as we live our lives the best we can and that we love Jesus Christ as our Savior. Now, loving Jesus Christ as our Savior is the key foundation of salvation in heaven. But sometimes for me, it's a two steps forward, one back, two steps forward, one back. But sometimes I'm trying to bend those commandments to fit my needs. And that's not, I'm just talking to you. This is not all in the blog post that I'm sharing with you. But that's not what it's supposed to be. This is supposed to make me realize I'm supposed to try to, to follow the commandments best I can the way it is, instead of trying to make it meet my needs and and bend it and say, well, it doesn't really mean this. I can do that if I want to, you know, so I need to, to be cognizant of what God meant for the different passages and what I should be doing. The next portion of this podcast is called put your money where your mouth is Christian. If a man vow a vow unto the Lord or swear an oath to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceedeth out of his mouth. That's from Numbers chapter 30, verse 2. After reading this, it became very apparent to me that God really wants us to take our vows seriously and to actually do what we say we're going to do. We're to say things in a stressful situation like, God, if you just get me through this IRS audit, I promise I'll give money to the poor. When the audit is over, the person is relieved and forgets all about the vow they made. As you put your, money where, as put your money where your mouth is, Christians, we don't have to make promises to God when we pray. But if we do, we are to make sure that we take our vows seriously. Here's a related passage. When thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he hath no pleasure in fools, pay that which thou hast vowed. Better is it that thou shouldest not vow which is very significant, then now should his vow and not pay from Ecclesiastes chapter five verses four through five. So it's significant in that it's better to just not make promises that we maybe can't keep or we might forget or something might happen to keep us from it. When we pray, God hears us, we don't have to make a promise to do something, we should just try to do it. But Making a vow, he does take seriously. So don't do it unless you're pretty sure that you can keep it. I want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my life through the Bible, this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life and how it makes the Bible more personal to me and my daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.